What up, army of cunts? Before we start the show, we want to remind you that we have a catalog of over 200 episodes. You can access these and so much more content at patreon.com slash hot mess. That's right. At the $5 level, you get a best of compilation of our 25 most fire episodes behind that paywall. And at the $10 level, you get the entire back catalog plus two bonus shows. That's patreon.com slash hot mess. You and me, we used to be together, every day together, always. I really feel that I'm losing my best friend. I can't believe this could be the end. It looks as though If it's real, well, I don't want to know. Don't speak. I know just what you're saying. So please stop explaining. Don't tell me because it hurts. Don't speak. I know just what you're thinking. And I don't need your reasons. Don't tell me because it hurts. Welcome to the Hot Mess Comedy Hour. My name is Emily. And my name is Andrea. And that was, no doubt, Don't Speak. And by the way that we knew exactly where the lyrics were and when to take a rest, I think you could tell that we jammed out to it in middle school. Oh, yeah. That song used to be so fucking deep to me as a teenager. Uh, It really felt... uh, Yeah, it was a real iris by the Goo Goo Dolls. Oh, man. Don't even take me back to that. The feelings I had about that song. So Um, many tears shed. Yeah, over not relation relationships I I wasn't <laughs> imagined. In. Yeah, and uh, who's our guest today? Joining us today, we have a fellow fucking hilarious Canadian. I am so excited to have him on the show. I you love got, Canucks. Oh, we're the best in the business. Welcome to the show, Dave Merhej. Oh, I appreciate uh, both of you. Yeah, both your, both your energy. Thank we appreciate you. you. We appreciate you. We did um. We warned Dave before the show started today, which we don't usually do, but our intro is a little bit... Heavy? Heavy, yeah. But Dave's a good guy for that because he's a thoughtful fucking, you know... I thought about the John Legend. There's a John Legend song two years ago that's so sad. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sad music is good. It was like, I remember breaking... My last girlfriend, we... We broke up, but then she was a performer, so we were like, oh, we had to finish these dates that we had. Oh, oh man. We had to go on, like, the road. And yeah. then I remember being in the hotel room <laughs> listening. I don't know why I'm laughing. <laughs> listening. <to laughs> like, that. on your headphones? Yeah. No, listening to that song together. We were, we were trying to oh, be really? better and, like, communicate, so we were in the room drinking. We did the show, and we were in that pocket of, like, a good, maybe reminiscing. Yeah. And we played that, but we sat on the couch in the hotel room drinking wine, but like side by side, holding yeah. hands, listening to that song, the John Legend song. Nobody was saying anything. Oh, God. So sad. She started crying. I yeah. cried at 
I think she cried more, but I I was like, this has got to be the sad top three saddest places. I've Jesus Christ, that's that's worse than like when people break up and they have to live in the same apartment because yeah. you're like stuck in a hotel room with no other options. Yeah, but to a, listen well, to sad had, music. I had my own room. I separated the rooms just for like you know. Oh, that's for her. good. And then it went. It was like up and down. Like there was moments where we there was like a reconnection, like we'd bank making out yeah. and then it would go back to fighting and then it was good. And then the airport, yeah. I remember we were at because we were flying to different places. We were in a good, good space. So it was like, I don't know. It was very, it's like a grieving yeah. process. Was it confusing at all? No. Like, did be, you kind of want to be- get back together? No, I knew in my, cause I, I, I broke it up. We were going to live together and move out. We, we told our respectable places we were at where, oh, and then shit. I, then I pulled it. I, I ended it cause oh, I was wow. walking on eggshells. I just wasn't communicating properly. And it just, I, I, at the time it was just like, I don't think this is going to be a, a good match. So why like waste, why yeah. waste her time and my time? Yeah. I think a lot of the time, I mean, we think of breakups as being these huge, um, momentous dramatic things but i think a lot of the time what it really is is you making a decision that you're going to save yourself a lot of pain and heartache in the future by like calling it now type of thing yeah well that's what happened to me yesterday um i want to tell us about it sure yeah i i um everyone listening to this show by the way is heartbroken yeah i already know because andrea's boyfriend ex-boyfriend has a hashtag team Dustin team Dustin mm-hmm. people have been rooting for this guy for them he's to the be best. together because he he really is the best yeah he's a really good guy I mean it's a long it has been a long distance relationship uh for I mean to we've been together I feel collectively for like two years almost he lived in New York and we were yeah. together in New York and then he moved and we broke up and and our on our first breakup in our first round um he kind of floated like do you want to do long distance and i was like no fuck that i've never well cuz like when do you see a long distance situation actually work out well especially if you're he moved back to virginia which is where he's from so okay. it's like he's moving back to virginia inevitably and i was like what you What's know, the plan? Virginia, the comedy capital of the world. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm yeah. not moving there. Um, Why did he like? Was it a a work thing, or he just didn't nah, like New York? He t- he didn't. He was he wasn't thriving in New York. He Is that safe to say? Yeah, I mean, he's he's like he struggles with mental health problems. He had, I would say, like suicidal depression at that point, mm. and he just had no support, like financially, emotionally. Like I was supporting him emotionally, but I'm not like a therapist. You know, I can do my best, but that kind of like it kind of like tanked our relationship at the end because he was just struggling so hard, and then I was like trying to help him, yeah. but but I was like. I don't know. Is he a performer, if you don't mind me? Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. he's um, he was a sketch comedian. We met, we met at the Creek in the Cave in New York City. Modern love story. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Our first date was at the Court Square Diner. Um, Uh. It was yeah. We were kids back then, Um, and so (laughs) yeah. So so he's just like such a you know at that point in our relationship we just. And I also was, I was like tr- taking care of him in a way that like yeah. I shouldn't have been doing too. So it was just a mutual, like this is not, whatever this is and where it is, is not like good for either of us. But there was always like this love that we had for each other. I mean, he's like such a wonderful person and so kind. And um, I just always wanted to have him in my life. 
Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm probably going to cry, Dave. I'm sorry. No, no, you got to let it go. I mean, not let it go. I mean, like, yeah, cry. Let it out. <laughs> Andrea's very in touch with her emotions, which is something that I love about her because I am not. <laughs> I mean, it's like I'm crying all over the city. But so anyways, we ended up, we stayed friends and then and then we ended up just always talking like we always just have each other's backs and and we'll remain friends and and we like work together creatively like he's he's so talented and interesting we just like we get each other um yeah but uh it's we, and it's really nice to have that foundation of friendship yeah I imagine, where like you you broke up but you still wanted to talk to each other all the time you didn't have to no you were we, so far away from each other we talked i'd like call him in the middle of the night because i couldn't sleep and he would fucking put up <laughs> with my like crazy lifestyle i mean he, i don't know when i told him i was going to therapy he was like that's great <laughs> <laughs> you're like ah you're too excited yeah, about this he's in my corner and, yeah. I, and i'm in his and so and then we started i went to visit him in virginia for a wedding and then we hooked up and then he came to new york and like it was just like i don't know we have this gravitation towards one another and and we ended up when we first got back together i was like we can't just like get back together and pretend it's all like let's just pick up where we left off like right we need to address our issues and we need to like fucking try and shit and and he had just started getting back into therapy and like has been getting i mean he's been making such improvements in his life um getting back on meds like taking care of himself and 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 i made a huge amount of progress and i was like hoping that that would be make us like strong enough to be together um and it's been a long distance relationship for like a year or so and i don't know i i didn't well you guys were seeing each other you would go there you would take turns going there he would come here but it was it seemed to me like to be months apart that you yeah. see each other and that's got to be a strain on any relationship <sighs> well that's what it is i mean he texted me yesterday i had a weird feeling he visited recently and we had so much fun together, yeah. but like, you know, when he was sleeping in my bed, I would like start crying because I would be like, oh, you're here and then you're not going to be here. You know, it's like you need to be like physically around someone. And it was like, oh, this is getting harder. I'm yeah. feeling this shift of like we're the longer we're together, the harder it is us for us to like keep feeling connected. There's something about seeing each other consistently that builds this like connection and energy yeah, between you that I like thought, I guess maybe naively or just like I wanted to, I wanted that to be the truth that we could like withstand this amount of distance. But he just, he, I also like, I'm very independent and I'm always running around. I have a very like hectic independent lifestyle. So I don't, require this like homebodiness yeah but he does um and he just texted me in the morning and he said like are you free to talk at like around 8 30 and i'm like oh brother that's a breakup text like yeah. that's for sure a breakup yeah. text I I I said this to you before, but it's there are no three words that I dread hearing more than "Can we talk?" Yeah, yeah, those are the worst yeah, words the in the word. English language. Even uh, I, yeah, even if it's your boy, you're just like, just tell me, man. Right. Yeah. Give me, a, give me a teaser, bro. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, this is gonna hang over my head 
And if it's not serious, then I'm just going to be yeah, even more upset. I'm packing, to, I'm packing to move. And I'm like, okay, I hope everything's okay. He's had some health problems recently. So I'm like, fuck, are you dying? You know, like the part of me that's his yeah. friend is like, just re- I'm relieved you're breaking up with me and you're not dying. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm fucking devastated, but I'm also like, I don't know. We And I had a roast show. This was like the most comedically <laughs> fucking sad breakup i had a roast show and i'm like i'm going to the venue early the venue where we met um to write with my friends but i'm like i'll sneak out and i'll talk to you and he was like we get on facetime and he's like where are you and i'm like i'm outside the creek and he's like do you want to like maybe talk later? I'm like, no, I already know you're breaking up yeah. with me. So. I was just going to say, I was just going to say, would you not have asked him to get on the phone the following morning or something just to make sure that you no, wouldn't be I'm, upset during this show? I don't give, number one, I don't give a fuck about Rose. Yeah. Number two. Valid. Number two. <laughs> no, now I got to know. You can't fucking text me in the well, morning. Well, yeah, because that would almost, yeah, that might even be worse because then it would be bothering you. We're going to FaceTime and say goodnight. We'll talk tomorrow. Right. <laughs> yeah, you want to know then. Yeah. Yeah, and they can't do that on their end too. If, if you have to say something, then you're like, I'll, I hate when people like, they go, I'll talk to you tomorrow. You're like, no, now you put it on me. Yeah, like, I'm ready it. to talk yeah. now. You should have just called, the, you know. Yeah, call me at the time. But I yeah. think he was, like, building up the courage to, I think he needed to send that text to, like, make it real. Yeah, to be honest, that probably took a lot out of him. It did. He's not the most assertive person. No, he's not. And, and and like, I don't know. So, basically, we were on, you know, FaceTime, and he was, like, he was just, like, yeah, you know, I this last visit was so much fun. We have so much fun together, but like, it's just getting so hard. It was so hard to leave this time. And he was like, you know, we keep talking about me moving to New York. Like I'm pushing the, yeah. I'm pushing the timeline with him. Cause I'm like, this is hard. This has to fucking, we got, there has to be like plans in action so that I know there's an end to this. Cause it's really tough. Yeah. And also, like, if you're not going to move here, then this isn't a relate. Like, this is back to our original. Yeah, problem. I think when it, you know, when it comes to long distance, it seems to me that the only way that it can work is you have an end date and you have a plan. Yeah, and you're eventually not going to be miles and miles apart from each other. Yeah, there has to be a period at the end of the sentence. Yeah. Um. A light at the end of the tunnel, so to speak. I just, I, I didn't, yeah, I wasn't expecting him to throw the towel in like this. Like it caught me off guard. Um, but I also, I also am like, I get, I also, he was like, I'm just getting mentally in a better space. Yeah. I'm like getting my shit together. He's very comfortable in Virginia. He has his friends there. He has his life there. He loves New York too, but he, I think he needs to be there for a minute to like, Group. do what he needs to do or maybe he's someone who never really like makes that leap back to new york or does this you know what i mean like i don't need to fucking it's me pressuring him to do this because i want him in my life but i don't want to force him to live a life that he doesn't want to live just to like be with me that's not fair no. i just i i thought that that was kind of like but i also I don't know. I want him to be ha- the idea of him like moving and then being unhappy. Then we break up again. So I don't know. Like maybe we're just 
I don't know, maybe we're just different types of people, you mm-hmm. know? And I think that's... Or just on a different path. Yeah, I think that's what it is. We're, like, on a different path, and we love each other so much that we, like, keep trying to do this with one another, and it's just, like, not, you know, it's just not in the cards. I It's just... <laughs> I, I was like crying on FaceTime. A comedian, Shane Torres, a lovely okay, comedian, yeah. like walked by and then he kind of looked at me and like, wait, like, hey, while you're on are FaceTime. Are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, we can just, yeah, it's a breakup. It's fine. Oh my God. It's so. <laughs> <laughs> that is ridiculous. It was so ridiculous. It was raining. It was like cartoonishly raining yeah, yesterday. It, it was, was pouring. And I'm like, mm, okay. Those are God's tears. Great. Yeah, yeah great. Great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like being heartbroken in the funniest possible way. Well, and then this morning you texted me because you got a like some kind of Google Cal alert. Yeah, look at this time last year. <laughs> and it's literally you know, a like, collage of us taking like Christmas <laughs> photos together oh. and like kissing. You know, like kind of like Facebook memories oh, when yeah, they're like, just... here's your ex from three years ago. I, I screen cap the, the, the ones with my, I guess the last time I was in a relationship was like six years ago and I was with her. So Facebook's still us. Sends me the love. Okay. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Facebook love never yeah, forgets. Go. They don't forget. But good for them. So I screen cap it and always send it to my boy. And I go like, "Yo, look where we, we was at." Like, yeah. <laughs> and he just he laughs. It's like me being all mushy. But yeah. I think at the time when you're in those, those situations, you're like, I get it. it kind of hits your ego and your emotions, and you you're like, "Yo, I can't ever. Can I ever get through?" And then you're fighting for someone, but to 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 find their place but uh, you know sometimes they probably need it to be al- not alone but like yeah. you know they got to go their own way cuz so they can rebuild and 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 it's just that initial you know the week or the month or a year where you're like shit you know cuz someone's was yeah. a part of you but it's, like it's your yeah. like other person and then you don't have that other person all yeah. of a sudden it's just so weird like it's the most jarring thing in the world like i woke up yesterday morning with like a boyfriend that i love and I mean, I still feel like I have a boyfriend that I love, but yeah. he's not my boyfriend. But like, it's just like, whoa, that just changed. Like, fuck. Yeah. Right. I've never, I've never been. And that's not a reflection of like how independent you are as a person. Like you're one of the most independent people that I know. And I think like it wouldn't, it, it's a completely normal reaction. Of course. Is what I'm saying. To, yeah. to feel lonely in that situation. But no one ever wants to, because I had like a lot of friends break up recently and like nobody wants to hear and they don't hear it when you tell them they're like, you're going to be better when after this. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, they're like, well, they, they're like, nah, it's too raw right now. And it's just like, but you will, you will. Unfortunately, it's a sad, like the, it's like. If it's meant if it's meant to come around again, it will. But like to yeah. say that you're never gonna feel this with someone again is 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 not true. Kind yeah, of thing, you, you know? know a better a better way to look at it. Yeah. Uh, I've always thought it's been harder for me to put into action, but I've always intellectually thought that a better way to look at it would be like I have the capacity to be that close to somebody and yeah. to have such intense feelings for somebody. I can feel that again. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. and in my own time, it doesn't need to be soon or whatever. But yeah. Eventually. Yeah, it's like... But you're not yeah. going to want to hear... No, yeah, It no. makes sense. You're not going to want to hear any of that. I do stuff. hear that stuff. Uh, to be honest, like the the breakups I've had in the recent times in my life, I've had this mix of pragmatism and like honoring the pain of it that I, that I think is just being like more of an adult. So I'm like proud of myself. Like I'm... I, You know, I was like 
fuck, that hurts. I'm going to admit that hurts. I'm crying. I'm sad. It feels like a loss. It's the grief of it that hurts. It's not the like, oh my God, I don't have a boyfriend. I'm like, fuck, I'm like losing this friend. But it's it's him. You know, it's specific to him. Yeah, but, but, but I do understand that. And I'm also like, you are right to, I, it was like, oh, you have grown up a lot because it's really mature of you to make the call of like, hey, I'm in love with you, but I'm not, I don't want to make us wait and we're going to get shittier. And, and I don't, I thought I was going to move and I'm not. I'm like, thank you for like sparing me that pain. I hate so much to interrupt this recording, but I wanted to let you all know that this episode of Hot Mess is brought to you by Stitch Fix. Cool. Do you like clothes? You like putting clothes on your body? Then this is the sponsor for you. Nice. Very well said. <laughs> you know, we're not walking around naked. Ugh, I mean, only I mean, I fucking wish. Dream world. Yeah. Yeah. You got to wear clothes. You got to wear clothes, but they're expensive. Yeah. I personally can't afford to be buying new clothes every season. That's just not the lifestyle that I live. Yeah, I also don't like shopping. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah, having some lady in the dressing room be like, it looks great. And I'm like, I know you're getting the commission on this and you're a dirty liar. I don't trust them for a second. No, never. No, I don't trust them as far as I can throw them, which is not very far. (laughs) So, and also I don't trust those mirrors. No. Can we talk about those mirrors? Oh yeah, such skinny mirrors. And like the fluorescent lighting makes it look like you're always in a shadow or something. Like you can't tell what anything actually looks like. What you need is Stitch Fix, which is- It's an online personal styling service that finds and delivers clothes, shoes, and accessories to fit your body, budget, and lifestyle. Sign me the fuck up. Yeah, this is so cool. And and me and Emily were talking about this off mic about this service. Another thing that like we never considered too is like people out there with careers who got to go to their day jobs every day and they have their fucking cute blazers and dresses and shit. But like, you got to look good all the time. You can't be wearing the same shit, but who can and afford you have to, to buy all that? I, I, it's such an investment. Yeah. It's the problem. You have to invest money for specific work clothes yeah. and you can't always wear like your regular clothes. People have to go on entire spending sprees when they get a new job. Yeah, I know. And it's just not affordable. Yeah, this is a great solution. You get to fill out your style profile. You give all the information. It's like a fun quiz. Yeah, um, it kind of, um, it's like a multiple choice. Like it asks you which outfits you like better yeah. than others and it it really hones in on your personal style, which is cool. Yeah, and I was, I'm always very doubtful of these like remote styling things because I'm like, I can't be cat- captured by a, an online quiz. Yeah, yeah, I can. Yeah, you can. Yeah. And newsflash, this is people's jobs. Yes. You know, they know exactly how to um, how to zero in on what you will like. Absolutely. I personally, I'm a big ex- accessories person. Yes. I love bags. I love purses. Oh, you're such a bag hag. I'm such a bag hag. I have always said, there are shoe sluts and there are bag hags. And I, Emily Lubin, am a bag hag. Preach. But the problem is I can't be buying a new bag every time I go into a store. And then I feel bad if I don't use it all the time. Yes. But Stitch Fix actually has an amazing selection of bags. And I'm really excited to get some um, new purses that I can try out and return them if I don't yeah. um, get use out of them. And then you can you get your box. Who doesn't love getting a box of stuff in the mail? It's fucking dopamine 
right to the brain. I, I, getting packages is such a simple pleasure Ugh, of life. It really is great. And then you try everything, you know, and then if there's something that you want to keep, you can just email everything else back, keep the thing that you like. Their pricing is great. Just take the thought out of it. Have a stylist put it together for you. And you shipped. get to say, my stylist. I know. It's so bougie. You get to refer to somebody as your stylist. Oh, you like my dress? My stylist picked it out for me. You don't have to say it's a website. Just say you have a fucking stylist. Yes. Appear like a fancy bitch to all your fancy friends. I love luxury being commodified and sold online. It is the best. Um, and there's also, so I have been, get, they've been sending me jeans. I do not wear jeans. I hate jean shopping. The, the very concept that you would enjoy wearing jeans is completely mind boggling. If I wear, sometimes I'll wear jeans once every like six years. I've never seen, I've seen you wear jeans once. Yeah. And, and every time I do it, people are like, what is different about? There's something <laughs> so different about you. It's almost like you have a body you, that's being fitted by denim. I don't know. And so I'm like, I want to try jeans. I just, I have a big hang up about trying them on in stores. I have very long legs and I've got a big ass. And so I feel self-conscious because the, the sales person's always like, let me, let me get you a different sign. And it's like, oh, just fucking scrap the whole thing. Like, yeah. And so I just, they have such cute selections. They've been, I've been getting like a bunch of different types and there's a few that I really, really like. I was surprised. I was kind of like, I dare you stitch fix person to find me jeans. I like, you're yeah. never going to fucking pull it off. That's so exciting. I know. Oh my God. I'm so happy for you. Denim for the for the winter time baby so. you can finally wear your canadian tuxedo when you go back to canada i really can get started now at stitchfix.com slash hot mess and you'll get an extra 25 percent off when you keep all five items in your box that's awesome that's stitchfix.com slash hot mess to get started today stitchfix.com slash hot mess give it a try people I call my mom. My mom's like a bitter 65 year old divorced woman. I love her, but she's like, she was just like, yeah, that's hard. But that's, yeah, for sure. They're like, yo, we've been through this. Yeah. She's like, yeah, I was married to her yeah. 25 years. You can't come to them. With I'm like dating at 65. Yeah. Your mom's yeah. like, you lost your boyfriend. Fucking get used to it, bitch. <laughs> yes. She's like, I'm living with a cat. What? You're young and hot. Yeah. And have your whole life ahead of you. <laughs> Boo fucking who. I know. I was calling her. She, I think she was like a little drunk or something. And I was yeah. like, this was not the move. This was not the move. Like I did a roast and I was just dead in the face during the roast. Just being like, that guy's short. She's gay. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. And like, oh my God. Uh, there were so many comedians and like, I am so friendly normally and I was very like just kind of dazed yeah. looking. So people are like, hey, what's going on? And I'm like, God, it was just got bro broken up with a two-year relationship. 30 seconds ago. Let's do this fucking you know? yeah. <laughs> This one guy started, my friend Micah was very drunk, but he started talking about his last breakup immediately. And I was like, dude, I understand you're trying to do the camaraderie yeah. thing. Right. But this was within the last five minutes yeah like yeah. this is about me right now yeah like i just need you to be like hey dude i'm sorry and he was like yeah my ex was a fucking crazy bitch i'm like no 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 i literally was like i can't i need to leave i'm gonna oh, go Mike, michael walsh yes I know michael. and i love and Micah's sweet and i love him but it was so it was so the wrong move and i was like i i gotta go walk away from you right now i don't i don't even have any emotional labor yeah. in me right now because i'm i'm not pretending i'm okay and i lived with micah 
Yeah. Oh, yeah? She's a mess. In Ridgewood. Yeah, he's a nice guy, but he's... he's uh, he loves juice bottles. <laughs> he also loves dating by uh, borderline women. And I don't then, know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't and know then I don't know if we need. Yeah, I don't know if we need to go down this road. Yeah, (laughs) the point is, he shared some information with you that you weren't prepared. I was just not. I I, I was trying to. I was going on autopilot, just trying to like be normal around everyone because I didn't. You know, it's so weird. I I started crying. I've never cried in front of other comics. I don't like doing that. I understand that. Yeah, and it was just pretty. It was pretty bizarre, and then I. Then I cried on the train ride home. That's a good, you had to have that oh, New yeah, York City train there. cry. Mm, yeah. Just yeah. wailing in front of a woman mm, on her iPhone. It feels so good. Yeah. Everyone let me be, which is really nice. People get it. Yeah. People Especially. get it. Whenever I see a woman crying, I'm like, girl, been there. <laughs> this is New York. Yeah. yeah. This is, New York is a good I'm going to avert my eyes, but just you do what you need to do. There's no privacy here. No. Um, yeah. And then I, I, I called him when I got home. Because it's like we had this short fucking FaceTime conversation. I did a show and then, I don't know, it was so weird because I, when I'm having a hard time, I call him, you yeah. know? Yeah, But, uh, <laughs> okay, hey, I'm having a hard time. Yeah, I don't know. Did you talk about what it's going to be like now? Because I'm sure you guys are still going to be friends and whatever but no, you fuck prob- him he's dead to me now <laughs> but, but like you probably can't be calling him at three in the morning when you're upset I used my last one last night I mean yeah he was like he was like you can call me whenever like of course no. he would say that because mm. that's how he's like, what he's like <laughs> but I'm like no you can't be my person for that you're not my boyfriend anymore I mean I used to do that when we were friends every once in a while but like it's just because I trust him so much and he I'm not embarrassed I'm not embarrassed in front of him like that's I was just like I was crying and I'm like, who I now I got to fucking open up for a new person. Yeah. I got to do the whole the apps. I know. I was like, yeah. fuck you. You're making me go on the apps. You piece of shit. Yeah. Back into the jungle. No! You're making me date men. You yeah. fucking prick. I got to work out now. Dustin, I, no, seriously, it's the holiday season. De- this is devastating. Yeah, you don't really have to work out. <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't need yeah, to work out. Out, No, but like girls do feel like, I think for women, it's a little different. Like we, do, we are like kind of brainwashed into thinking like we need to have this like breakup bounce back I know. moment. I, th- I don't think you do. I have to start I listening don't think to you Beyonce do and going to spin class. <laughs> I'm fucking tired, Dustin. How dare you? I feel like dude's going to holler anyway. Well, this is what I told Andrea. I was like, listen, this might not be what you want to hear, and this might not be what you're ready for. But I know, and I just want you to know, that when you're ready, some Brooklyn Twinkie yeah. guy he will be happy to have you sit on his face. Oh, yeah. oh God. I just, yeah, go I've ahead. come out of naps and flirted, I think. Like, yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I couldn't even visually put it together, and I'm like, oh, I, you're going to be fine. Yeah, there is like effort that you need to put in yeah. when you don't need to when you have a boyfriend though yeah you get comfortable yeah. you gain 10 pounds you're like mm, fucking he loves me anyways right so it's <laughs> probably not a good this might not be a good analogy i always try to look but this is like taking away emo like if you take away your emotions to the situation is like i always look at it like a business a relationship if i'm if i own a business at the store but the and i'm if it's not making me money 
and I'm just trying to push this thing. Like, what's yeah. the, what's the point? I'm gonna go eventually gonna lose my business. So it's like, I know sometimes in relationships you try to hold on and you're like, oh, we can make this better. But sometimes there is no better. Just yeah. unfortunately the situations. And if you're both not like, you know, long distance is tough, man. You know what I mean? If you're both not willingly committed to make that work, and like as much as hard it is it right now, you know, and you don't want to go open up with someone else. In the long run, it's gonna be better. Because yeah. If you're not, if you're st- if you're stuck trying to make something work for like a month, or a year, two years, you lose yourself. Yeah. You're not even focused on you anymore. Yeah. To salvage, like I'm sure this person is a great person, but you gotta in the bottom line and you know be selfish in these moments is that take care of yourself over everything yeah yeah you're right and i think he did that for himself i think that like we were comfortable and he knew that he needed to keep doing his own shit and that he wasn't moving here and that's his bottom line so what am i gonna do he probably got a lot of clarity when he came here to visit that last time like can i picture myself here within the next year yeah i think financially he can't swing it i think that like emotionally he can't swing it and i think like yeah it it's continues to me me being like hey when are you so what's the plan and then it starts to more and more be like what's the plan and then it's just kind of pressure and and there's no the bad starts to take over the good you're gonna resent because you're trying to you you know you can't stay so long trying to save somebody you can't yeah. try to save your partner because you know as much as you as you, you're good-hearted or you you have a beautiful kindness to you uh, you know these are adults yeah so at some point you got to look at the other side no matter how much you love someone and be like yo if you don't fix you i'm not your i'm not your mom i'm yeah. not your dad i ain't your therapist if you don't fix your shit i could be so so show you so much empathy and compassion but like this is like three years like yeah you know, but he obviously is like i need to better myself yeah like you said and that's the the play he did he's like i gotta go get better yeah i yeah. You gotta get better which i'm yeah. sure you will i want to have sorry i want to have your voice on tape <laughs> i know you have I a know. very calming presence i was so glad dave was our guest today i'm like oh fuck i didn't like know my heart rate has slowed down a little bit just sitting here in a good way not a yeah. lot of people have said that but i appreciate no you do you really dave is so wonderful and kind and also like i didn't know when i was booking you i did not know i was going to be dumped and then i was like oh fuck we no, got a I've podcast been in, i've been yeah. in these situations <laughs> i'm gonna cry the show must go on uh, oh my god yeah and yeah I don't know. We it's just, all right to cry. Yeah, we just we just like cry. It is all right to cry. Can you thank say you. that again? It's all right to cry. Yeah, thank I you. Cry all, I cried more now than like a lot of years ago. Before, I just think it's better. It's yeah, really like more. It's like healthier. You but, have to uh, release it. It's yeah. if if you don't cry, it's sitting there and turning into a tumor or something like yeah, that. Especially like dudes too. It's like I understand there's this thing to be uh like. I always say now, I'm like, oh, I don't want to be, a, not want to be a dude, but like, you know, like the skeleton of a guy, yeah. which is fine. But it's just like, you know, you see them in bars and then they're like, they're trying to be so What the manly. fuck, man? Yeah. 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 Like, mask. yo, man, you're dying inside. I, can, I know you are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. We just were come just. come to this side, bro. It's better. Yeah, they don't know. That's the, yeah. thus is the crux of toxic masculinity. Yeah. yeah. It's, it, it's actually more painful for the man. The man. It's like yeah. such a such a facade. It's so it's so boring. It's so tiring. It's like, what are we doing here, man? We're, we're uh, you know, whatever gender it is, you're still built with the same emotion. Yeah, yeah. Like to to cry to certain situations and events. So I don't know. I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. I don't care to do it. Um, you know, I don't care to hang around it. 
And it's just like so off-putting as a guy, even to, to be in a group of guys like that. Oh, I'm sure. It's like so boring. It's well, like, I don't want to be a part of this. It's kind of like, well, we were actually just the, our last guest, uh, Dakunle, we had on. He has a podcast called Cry Baby with um, another dude. And it's just. It's all about men of color and like whether they are comfortable crying. Or yeah. Not. And I and, and I was That's, like, this yeah. is way late in the conversation that we should be having this because. Yeah. What a fucking horrible prison to be stuck in. And I, it's, it's crazy that, yeah, it is. We're, it's so late, but it's also like just coming to the realization that it's because of the way you were socialized or like yeah. the way that you were brought up is huge. Like once you realize that, yeah, then I feel like the next step is just to acknowledge your emotions. Yeah, I agree. Andrea. Emily. How are your travels going for the holidays? Oh, man, it is rough. I got to get my green card stamped. I got to get my passport. I'm about to move. I got so many things I'm juggling right now, as is everyone during the holiday seasons. You know what I don't want to think about? What? My busted old bag. Oh, my God. I You lent me your bag for one time. Andrea has this duffel bag, and it doesn't zip all the way. No. Like, when you try to zip it all the way, the zipper comes undone. You just got to force it. <laughs> you got to mean it. I think it was her mom's bag from the 80s. It really like, was. The thing is, I completely understand, because a bag or and or suitcase, it's not the type of thing that you really want to spend money on. They're expensive. Yeah, but it's- And the, good ones are really expensive. Yeah, but it's something that everybody needs, mm-hmm. which is why I'm so happy to present to you the sponsor of today's episode, which is Away. I love this sponsor so much. Away. Deadass, I'm not even lying. It's my favorite. It is the best suitcase I've ever owned. Yeah. Uh, not only is it very cute. So cute. So cute, but- it has um, four 360 degree spinner wheels that spin easier. Yeah, they just like they spin more easily than any other suitcase I've ever owned. Um, they also have a removable laundry bag, which I'm obsessed with because I had always um, when I traveled, I would put like my dirty underwear in a Ziploc bag. Yes. But then then this happens time and time again. I end up using that Ziploc bag for something else like Makeup. trash or yeah, yeah. <laughs> anything. Yeah. And I dump out the dirty underwear into my clean clothes and then I. I'm a filthy animal. Yeah. Don't be a filthy animal. Don't be a filthy animal. It has an interior organization system. It's got a charger in there. It's got like a charger oh, yeah. port. Incredible. Oh, um, and it I... also has a TSA approved combination lock to keep your belongings safe. Yeah. They really take into consideration every facet of traveling and like every possible thing that you could run into. They have designed features to make it easier for you. It And, it, and it's, a, it's luggage, so it's a more expensive item, but for how well made it is, it it is a great price. It is such a great price because they sell direct to consumer. So I believe that the least expensive suitcase, which is the, um, the carry on, Mm -hmm. I believe it's $200, which is an incredible price. Okay. And, um, right now you can get $20 off any suitcase or bag. Yeah. By visiting awaytravel.com slash hot mess and using promo code hot mess during checkout. Again, for $20 off. That's crazy. Yeah. For a $200 suitcase, that's 10% of the suitcase. Fuck yeah. Get those savings, girl or boy. Visit awaytravel.com slash hot mess and use promo code hot mess. When do you think you turned that corner? uh, To acknowledge emotions? Yeah. I think I was always like, as a kid, not, yeah, I was always like pretty 
sensitive, a sensitive I guess. boy. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, uh, like I had low self esteem. Like I, didn't, I didn't have self esteem till like maybe like four years ago. Yeah. Why do you think maybe. that was? I had like buck teeth. I had like a massive oh. overbite. I had warts on my eyes. I had like you had warts on your eyes. Yeah, like three on two on one eyelid and one on the other. Mm. Um, I had retainer headgear. Uh, you were just a, a good old fashioned nerd. Yeah, I was like pretty, and then I've been, you know, I as a kid, I I remember this girl. They do dances during the day uh, at our, at the elementary school, and then the girl they paired us up, and she called in sick. No, and she wasn't sick. Uh, God, <laughs> Jesus. But I mean, like you, then like a, a bunch of that. I think it just didn't. I didn't. I didn't uh, nurture my confidence as well i just went through all this stuff and then i was like i just grew up going like wow i'm funny that's how i can get in yeah circles. but i'm ugly like i would tell myself that i'm like ugly yeah so if a girl was ever like i like you i'm like really like then i would try to investigate it like yeah. oh wait she does she you know instead of like which is a losing it. game yeah, yeah you're like good. is this a trick or yeah are well, you it's not bullying good to me talk to yourself like that too oh, you're yeah. also mistreating yourself i'm like so it was never like i had no and then it bled into comedy where, you know, it was like I didn't like silence on stage. And so it's like I, even if I did really well, I wasn't even happy. So yeah. it was yeah. fake, like going off stage being like, oh, but inside I just there was no confidence because it was like beat up from over from yeah. me beating it up. From yeah. something that happened when I was like younger. Yeah, and a, a lack of confidence will really worsen any situation. Uh, oh, of course. Like you, you try to... It's so difficult because it's one of the most important things to propel yourself forward. And it's so hard to it's, build. Well, it's and it's also impossible to fake. Yeah. Like it's impossible to fake it. Yeah. And I, I mean, I know that when I was um, in school, I was very chubby. And, um, you know, I wasn't imagining that people didn't like me like that was not <laughs> yeah that was not my imagination was right Street. yeah but <laughs> yeah. Uh, same way i was like oh yeah. they just called me ugly oh yeah, like, yeah. Like, I, I you know the i remember like people would call me fat without calling me fat and i was like dude i'm not like i'm fat but i'm not stupid like i know that you're calling me fat this one they, guy what would they say this guy this guy it was like the second grade this yeah. boy <laughs> this in my class dude he refer- I don't remember exactly the conversation, but he called me husky. And I was like, I was like, that'll, what? That'll what? hurt. I was like, what did you just call me? He was like, I didn't say fat. And I was like, but okay, but you saying that you didn't say fat implies yeah. that you meant fat. You're making me say fat in my head. Yeah, like, okay, I'm not touching you. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you are. Yeah. So I I, you know, it wasn't my imagination, but I became so uh um what's the word just like shut down shut down wouldn't talk to people if I was like sitting next to someone and they would like scooch away I always thought they were grossed out by me Mm -hmm. I exaggerated it so much in my head that I pushed people away and when people would ask to like have play dates and stuff at my house I'd be like why you know what I mean like I just didn't I I exaggerated the problem so much if I had the self-awareness at that age, yep. which I feel like almost nobody does yeah. to be like, well, I don't fucking care. Like I'm going to be myself. And if people don't like it, fuck them. 
then pe- more people would have liked me. Mm-hmm. But it was kind of like this this cycle that yeah. was m- largely my own making. I mean, I don't, yeah, I think it's a, I think split the difference. I was bullied too, but you know, mainly I. It's so funny. Um, I was bullied a lot when I switched from an all girls school to a co-ed school, yeah. everyone would just like call me a lesbian and call me a weirdo. Cause I didn't know how to talk yeah. to men and whatever. Yeah, fair I'm sure I was saying weird shit. Yeah. I've always, I've always been a little eccentric for sure. But, um, this summer when I went, a, I went on a trip with some of my friends who are my high school friends from this time who also bullied me as my friends. You know, that's always a weird thing. Like having oh, yeah. this best friend yeah. who also treats you like shit, but you don't, you don't feel like you deserve anything more. So you're like, they love me deep down. I'll just right. let them abuse me. It's fine. I'm a piece of shit anyways. And I just, she started kind of doing some shit like that. And I was just like, oh no, I don't like let people do this to me anymore. It had been so long since I'd been exposed to that kind of treatment like no one in my life treats me like that now and I'm like oh my god a poor younger me I would just take this because I thought I deserved it and was too like I didn't have the self-esteem to be alone and so anyone who talked to me I was like fully on board right and so I feel proud of like being away from that but that stuff does like stick with you in a lot of ways you know you know, if they, if, you know, I think they should have programs even when you're like in elementary school, or even high school, like instead of like geography or whatever, whatever, like a self-esteem course. Yes. Yeah. Or maybe like even like, uh, like a therapy session or, or we were talking about it. Me and my, my boy was, he's married with kids and his friend who's married with kids was saying that he, you know, he might want to put his child in therapy and meditation yeah. and it's smart. We both like. We didn't think of that because we grew up in like, you know, ethnic families that sure. you, know, you can't be fucking. Mm-hmm. You know, I still don't. I just started going to therapy because for the longest time I always thought it would hurt my mother. Yeah. So I haven't even told my mom. You know what I mean? She doesn't know. And I have to tell her because like it, I looked at it as a direct like a snitch on my mom. Yeah. I talk about it. Sh- oh, interesting. Yeah. So- she would think that she wasn't a good parent. Yeah. If I, it's like a sign on a reflection on her. So, you know, and, and uh, going back to the thing like ethnic people, it's just like it looks weaker. So then you just yeah. kind of ignore these feelings and then you mask it with trying to be tough. And then, and then you, bam, you're like in your thirties and you just have all these tears and this, you get angry at the fucking Starbucks yeah, person yeah. and it's all coming from like, who knows from the past. So it's like, if you had, if I started early and it, it, it probably would have, you know, it's someone told me today, it's like the gym. Yeah. Your, your therapist could be looked upon as like going to the gym, somebody to, to help you. Yeah. That, that's a good comparison because you, when you're, as you're doing it, you don't think anything is happening. Yeah. You need to like keep going for it to really make a difference. Yeah. Which is the most frustrating thing ever. It's, it's funny you, so you're, are you Lebanese? Is that your Lebanese nationality? Christian, yeah. Okay. So, and you're, you're Canadian. So Canada is white as fuck. It is. Yeah. But Windsor had it like at the time. It now is like very heavily populated with Middle Eastern people. So I always had like my, most of my families there. So there was that community. That's good. And the white guys there weren't as like, I don't know how to explain it. Our city, I guess maybe there are obviously like not only white people, but other ethnicities who are racist. But sure. like the white people there weren't. It's like when I left Windsor, mm-hmm. I felt it more maybe. I don't know. Oh, really? Yeah, really? I don't know what the, I don't know if the white people are, are, 
were bullied into liking us. I just have no idea. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't are... as what like they were like. Well, that's that's a scenario that I support bullying. Yeah, yeah. bullying white people into behaving. <laughs> and like they knew how to speak some of them. Arab, they knew Arabic words like white oh, girls. Really? Arabic, because there was so much uh, Arabic people like there. So yeah. I don't. I'm trying to think. Like I remember a kid who was from Michigan because we're on the border of Detroit. When's yeah. in Detroit and Michigan? He was. It was around when Saddam Hussein. Was, was doing his thing with or attacking the U.S. Doing his thing. <laughs> Saddam's out doing his thing. <laughs> doing his thing. Yeah. Doing his thing. This kid turned doing to me. Doing the damn thing, Saddam. <laughs> Work, bitch. It. Oh, <laughs> you got a thing that you do, Saddam. It sounded like I was on his side. Yeah. No, I'm not. But he, Back uh, when he was doing our work. here doing our he thing. Out here living. But I worded that completely wrong. But he... And this kid was bigger than me and taller than me. And he was like, hey, man, can you just tell your dad to stop blowing up my country? And I'm like naive. And I'm like, my dad, he works at Ford. That's my dad. I, go, I don't even know who Saddam is as a person. So it's like, it's it's pretty. Then you deal with that shit, too. You're like, fuck, I hate, like, you know, at a young age when someone does that to you, you're like, I didn't do anything to you. Yeah. So yeah. you're dealing with that kind of like trying to wrap your head around like, fuck, how do I... That's the problem. Not that's not sorry. I'm trying to word it properly. The fucked up thing with racism, stuff like that. It's like you got a stain on it on yourself, and you don't know where it came from. Like, yeah. I didn't do anything. I don't even know. It's so much unpacking. Yeah. You're like oh, this is this is too much. But especially as a kid, you're like, I want to fit in. And now <laughs> you just used the word. You know, you just compared my father to a terrorist. <laughs> It's not a great. I mean, our friend, friend of the show, Usama Siddiqui, know, was like the fact with the name Usama, Usama's Canadian too, and with the name Usama post nine eleven, like what a fucking wait, wait, tough. where's he from in Canada? He so he was he grew up in he was in Texas for a lot of his upbringing, but he was um he's from Vancouver Island, like he's from Vancouver and oh, Vancouver okay. Island. I'm just sweating in this hoodie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Take oh, it off. Take it off. Get Sorry get comfortable, that. baby. I didn't, I didn't um, do your thing, Saddam. Um, <laughs> But he's um, he's his family's Pakistani. Uh, he's, no, they're from Bangladesh. Bangladesh. Um, yeah. I, can I? This guy. This guy. We were talking on Instagram. He was like kind of slag in Canada. Was he? Yeah. Usama. Betrayer. He was just like, oh, Canada. There's no. There's no hard places in Canada. <laughs> and I come to to your podcast uh-huh. to find out that this man is. Is has a Canadian yeah ass. yeah yeah yeah. If only you knew. Oh man, was he, he was, getting in your face? Well, it's through like yeah, we were like clowning, yeah. we were like joking, but he was like, oh, it, it's soft out there. I was like, now that it, the Vancouver Island, which island? Uh, Victoria, no. like Victoria. He Victoria, yeah. oh, such yeah, a pleasant, yeah, place. yeah, yeah. It's the softest place Soft- in Canada, <laughs> I would wow. say. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Well, I'm I, glad we- I, I love hearing Canadians talk about Canada because it's as if you're talking about Narnia. I have no reference. We're like Victoria, and you're like, like anything that a woman? that's not Montreal. I have no idea. Where are you from? I'm from New York. No. I, yeah. I, <laughs> I'm the least well traveled. You said that yeah. you're like I only know Montreal. We, <laughs> I know so many places in America. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, watch her disrespect us. I, uh, this no, is what I deal with. I'm all the, the least well traveled bitch uh-huh. you've ever Where met. Where in New York though? Uh, Westchester. So just north of the city. Oh man, mm-hmm. yeah, you probably don't care about anything. No one cares about. It's not that I don't care. Listen, I'm a huge supporter of the Canucks. <laughs> 
You are a very, um, you're a very interesting subcategory of people. We're beautiful. People. You're beautiful. <laughs> you're truly beautiful. And, um, and we, I, I think we might've even mentioned this, this on the last show. I've always found Canadian women to be very sexually liberated. Yeah, baby. Do you, do you think that's true? It's a theory that I'm working on. Like meaning like they're comfortable. With their yeah, yeah, like just co- very comfortable yeah. with their sexuality and don't have as many hangups about sex in general. I just, I, it, that could just be a coincidence, but the sample You're size like, of Canadian. I know a Canadian slut. So now no, I have not, this new. No, no I've met you, a lot of free spirited. And, <laughs> Andrea does support this theory, but she's not the reason why I'm, I developed it. I'm the sample theory. for this. Have no. you met a lot of free spirited Canadian women? I've dealt with some in my past. <laughs> right? They've all been lovely. It's all been very. Canadians very fuck on the first date, is what I'm saying. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, not, I'm the. I'm the I, I've. I've talked my way out of fucking multiple. Yeah, you're stop. you're so very How, Canadian in your politeness. Yeah, I think it's like for the longest. <laughs> what do you mean you talked your way out of fucking? Because uh, I, it's so stupid. I had this fear. I still have it of coming fast, mm. so I would try to bail out of. Se- I was like, yo, if I can just get in there and like make out, mm-hmm. and then like find some <laughs> excuse that I can't fuck, and then at least I got like it's like getting some like you know if you like I got a burger out of the, and didn't get the fries like right. yeah that's hilarious like dip that's in not, dip out but like that's not gonna make it better. It's you not. Know what I, mean? <laughs> I was just worried that if I came fast, the girl would be like, "Oh, this is whack. You're well, whack. You're yeah. not wrong." Like, that's what I mean. Yeah, like, yeah. like <laughs> your fear is real. Your your fear is real, but yeah. I will say that like if a guy comes pretty quickly, like if a guy comes in like less than 10 minutes or something the mm-hmm. first time, I'm not it's not a like a deal break. Like I'm no. not definitely not going to sleep with him again. But if it happens a second time, Okay. I'm pretty much out. Or I, I think if a guy comes fast, if they take care of business on my end, I don't care. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, I like, you. I'm like, if you fucking get shit Absolutely. wet. Absolutely. Shit. My yeah. boyfriend yeah. came pretty fast. The first <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have a boyfriend? Oh, do you have a boyfriend? <laughs> I do. Yeah. Um, this is, this is the past few months are the only time in history that both of us have had boyfriends. I know. It was fun for a while. Yeah. And I remember we went on a double date mm. and I'm like, oh my God, this is so like coupley and like new and weird. Yeah. And uh, here we go. I'm back out really, on the market. You really put the kibosh <laughs> on that, Dustin. All, yeah. my, all my boys now are married or have uh, girlfriends and it's just funny. Yeah. All, and then- I think they they think something they're they're like yo they try to hook you up because they uh, feel yeah. that you're the, well well you're they're sad. like I've achieved yeah. this level yeah. of happiness that you haven't so I need to force it upon, upon you yeah. and they're yeah. like yo you think about this girl and I'm like man you don't how do you know I'm not happy with like yeah I'm just right living. I don't you know I don't need well yeah that's a big part of it and as much as I don't subscribe to this at all and I'm so fucking anti this like you're not married what the fuck because I don't I don't do not want to be married. I, even when I was with Dustin, I'm like, we could live together. I don't want to be married. You don't want to get the law into it. I don't believe. You want to be able to flee to Canada anytime you exactly. want. Exactly. Yeah. I don't need you tying me down. Um, but <laughs> but I do. But I. We all know he's not strong enough to tie you down. <laughs> I do want to be married, though. You do want to be married. And have a kid and stuff. But I don't want to do a traditional wedding. Sure. That makes that's, sense. That's the only thing that I think I'm going to do a pop-up wedding. 
Fuck like a, yeah. A pop-up wedding. Like, you know how you do pop-up shows. And <laughs> I love that. Charts. Yeah, I love it. Do a two-drink minimum at yeah, your pop-up wedding. I'm, I'm very anti-wedding culture. And, and yeah, it's Especially gross. like the way that it is in yeah. America. It's like, consumerist and shitty. It's like and, that in Canada, too. I've been yeah. to a bunch of weddings in, in 2018 and 19, like a bunch. And it's like pretty like just the stress they put themselves yeah. in. Yeah, I, like I just, not. I can't get with it. Like I think it's the most narcissistic bullshit yeah. that like people end up paying so much money yeah. for you to have like this one day of like yeah. fanciful ridiculousness <laughs> and and just so you can like continue posting pictures of you dressed up on every fucking holiday for yeah. from yeah. now until 2030 I'm so over people posting pictures that's like happy father's day dad and it's a picture of like their dad with his <laughs> eyes half closed slide it with in them there. looking banging in a wedding dress yeah. I'm like this that. isn't for your dad this yeah. is for you, you whore. Yeah, I know. How can he get married? No. Me? No, I I, I probably will. Yeah. <laughs> I knew you were going to turn. I know. Everyone, I, I, I probably will. I really don't. I don't. I, I, the, my parents are divorced and like I know that uh, I, <laughs> divorce is like a terrible thing to go through, especially if you have kids. But I don't want to. I'm, I'm getting to a point where I'm like realizing that. I do want to have kids and I don't want to be a single mother. So hence I need a husband. Mm. You know what I mean? I mean, I could have a partner that I have kids with, but then they could flee at any time and I don't really want to set them up for that. You want to lock them down. I want to lock it down. I thought about being a single dad though. Really? Oh, that's, cute. Oh, that's cute. I love I call it. Him, call him the homie. Uh-huh. <laughs> you guys were like, like matching outfits. You know, you yeah, know Adam yeah. Sandler and Big Daddy? Yeah, that's, yeah. What, that's what you would be like. I'd be like, we'd be at a diner together. They're like, where's your wife or girlfriend? I'm like, nah, it's just me and little man. And just, like, <laughs> that's I, his birth given name, <laughs> little man. I honestly man. love that for you. I'm going to be truly honest. I also yeah. think that you absolutely would get are capable of getting a great partner. I, I Yeah, I just... there. So I don't believe in marriage, but... This is the first relationship I've had where I'm like, oh, this is my like person. He he made me level up in like the way I expect to be treated. And I was like, isn't that so shitty? Too? Oh, because my God. Now that your standards are higher, the pool I can't has become a puddle. No, there's no one to fuck. Yeah, there's no one to fuck. That isn't like a nightmare. And, and I also was like, oh, having this other person there's a comfort to it and that i was like oh i i get long-term this is my longest relationship do you think that there's nobody you know is is the pool that bad like no no i don't think that sucks out there it does suck out there yeah (laughs) this is i'm i am somebody who i was never in a serious relationship until literally this year um And so I got very, very used to being on my own. uh, And I I dated a lot, but I just like didn't, nothing serious. Okay. Having that support like from somebody and not having to like go out there and sling some dick is like a very nice feeling. How did, how did the guy, how did your guy uh, pull up on, how, how did that? How did it happen? It yeah. just was very natural. It just, um, I had always been in situations where I just didn't, it just for whatever reason, like I just didn't align with whoever I was dating. I was uh, not in a good mental health situation for a okay. while. I had an eating disorder. So that like made it very difficult to, I still dated, but I couldn't like be in a relationship with somebody because I had very low self-esteem. Yeah. And also it, it just, 
you wouldn't let people into a certain level of your life. You're yeah. like the you I, well, because to- I was hiding this like massive thing, okay. so I couldn't really like get close to anyone. It just like carried over into every aspect of my life, and then even after that, it just like those same problems yeah. continued where I would keep secrets from people and not know why you? I was doing it. And, you know, I, it just, I just couldn't, I, I guess it's like a fear of intimacy that I, I just yeah. like couldn't break that barrier. But then when I, when I started dating my now boyfriend, it was just, it was just very natural. And he was just, I think I was in a place where I could open up to somebody like that. And then he was also like, a good person. Well, I think that's how I think that's how it goes down. You've got to be ready and like in a good spot, and then the other person has to be like on your level. Same kind of, yeah. Yeah, I mean that's me and Dustin have always been good together because we have the same sense of humor. We like have this have similar viewpoints. He's, I mean, a big part of it for me is the fear of like we're talking about that toxic masculinity. That's fucking out there. There's a lot of dudes that have done some really like hurtful shit to me. Uh, I'm healed and I feel good about myself, but I it is scary to like go yeah. out. There's you know it's he he was raised by lesbians, man. He's the fucking the best type of he's, man. He's as beta and safe as it gets, and that's just like my comfort zone. And and I know that there's guys out there. Of course yeah. there are, but it, it's just like it's just um. It just feels ugh, like the idea of like meeting up with someone who's annoying and having to like pretend to go to the bathroom yeah. is and just then like climb down the fire escape. We still out. Yeah. We still out here. Yeah, but <laughs> gotta be patient. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm like truly. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm fine. But you know, the best thing I probably ever did is uh, after my last relationship, the, I just took a. I just is like I'm not getting back in. Until yeah, I get better myself. Yeah, I was like, why waste anyone's time anymore? And then just I spent like all those years just trying to be better, fix like jealousy, fix all these things. Yeah, that like shit. So that I could stand alone and, and be comfortable alone and not be like dependent on someone to keep me up and stuff. Yeah. So I could do it on my own. Yeah. And find that person organically that is maybe on the same kind of like level. Yeah. I feel like that's a big part of it. I feel like a relationship is a, a reward for being like yeah. in a good, for being in a good spot yourself. It's not something that completes you, it's not something that fixes you. No. And I've definitely sort of like felt. I've tried to fix other people in the past and I'm really not like I'm not doing that anymore and it's good and me and I've worked through that with him like we've talked it's we've talked about shit at length you know and and we have like gotten better together like we we made such positive impacts on each other's lives but but yeah there is always that little like oh you're in your 30s and you're a fucking loser comedian fucking weirdo and you live in a recording studio and now you're single and you're gonna die and no one's gonna you know what i mean there's that yeah. whole is that the internal monologue yeah, that's the or internal. is that okay someone that's, ever tell you that? that no that's the internal monologue <laughs> yeah but that's that is so yeah, that, no your you internal that. monologue yeah. is a bitch yeah and i and, and but this is like i work very hard not to listen to that yeah but it is so there yeah that like something like this especially like talking to my mom after her words and her being like that's what it is bitch right, right. was very like 
I think I needed like a hug and like not a totally not like a roast show and like a you know and a roast but, show from your mom. But yeah, no yeah. but you know what I mean. There's nothing wrong with being thirty in your thirties and single. No. I so agree with There's that. Nothing and, wrong and, with like you know what I mean. This is like you know these things. I feel like uh, somebody else created them and someone else made them a perception, and then like everyone tries to fall into. Yeah, them they're and then so they feel not like ref- shit about themselves. They're so, so not like, reflective of what human beings are like. But nobody also like you know. I always say like nobody's thinking about no one's thinking about me. Yeah. I yeah. only know I know one person that thinks about me before they fall asleep is my mother. Yeah. I know for a hundred percent I'll put a put a thousand dollars on it that my mom <laughs> goes, My son, and she pat like that's she just that's what it is. Everyone else is like occupied with their life. So yeah. building a narrative like that somebody calls you're a loser, yeah, you live in a studio. It's just so like, it's tiring. It's like not the truth yeah, by I know. any means. I know. And I, I so know that. I so know that. And I'm also like, I don't want to be married. I don't want this suburban yeah. life. Like, why am I, why am I upset about yeah. this thing that I don't even want? Um, it's just, um, do, oh, do you know? Okay. Sorry to, to cut you off. Yeah, please. Yeah. But cut off my horrible self-talk. please. <laughs> I, Someone's got to do it. Okay. Tell me if this is kind of what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. When I see somebody that horrible, disgusting wedding culture that I was talking about, Mm -hmm. when I have a friend who, who gets engaged and like seems to be very happy and like that's where their life is headed, even though I don't personally feel pressure to do the same thing, Mm -hmm. I'm still a little bit, I don't know if jealous is the right word, but I'm still, I feel a little bit salty about it because I feel like they are, at a further point of success in where they want to be. Yeah. Like they're ahead of me, even though yeah. we're not on the same path, they are ahead of me in like an equivalent way. Yeah. Well, I think it's, I guess since I've chosen such an also alternative lifestyle, so to speak, being a comedian, I mean, we were talking like immigrant shit earlier yeah. too, like being a, being not in your home country, like away from, so many things that are to your support system. It's like when one big thing goes, you're like, what the fuck do I have? Yeah. But you do have like a lot, like I'll tell you like 2018, I I would like, I would uh, for like months, I, 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 I don't think my money was running dry. Then I started to be like, man, I'm whack. You know what I'm saying? I got a girl. I'm this age. I live here. I moved to this country. I got to work, do open my, like there was all this. And I was, I remember telling my best friend FaceTiming him, I wasn't even sad anymore. That's how bad it got. Yeah. I was past crying. I was like, what yeah, if that, I, that's a warning sign. That's yeah. a bad one. So I was like, well, I told him, I go, what if I just moved to a small town? No, and then just got off the like, yeah. I don't want to quit. When you want to move to a I small town, it's like, oh shit, bad. Shit's bad. Yeah. yeah. So how do I not answer people's questions? And then he was like, and I, but then I, you know, uh, one day I, I, uh, I was like, you know what, man, what if you just took day by day? Yeah. Just day by day. What if you forgot all the perception and this, if I don't, I'm at a wedding and this person's further ahead. Mm-hmm. And what if you just try to live like the day, uh, what are things that make you happy and what are your happiness is without the outside thing. And, and I, man, a chocolate croissant. Three, yeah. Yeah. Three months later, it all like it, well, like it switched. Yeah. And then my, because everything I was doing was coming from that 
mentality as opposed to the other mentality yeah. of like oh, I'm 39 yeah. Yeah. this uh, and then fear well because like, yeah. I, I think that's rooted in positivity how can I make this a good day yeah. rather than negativity like how am I not yeah and I stopped caring about I... like okay man yeah you have a you live in a tower you have a market like, cause I, I, <laughs> who do you I, know who lives in towers I mean just in because yeah. <laughs> I went to college for marketing so I graduated and I always would think like I'd walk from, from in Ridgewood off a of fresh pond, I'd be like, yo, what if I stayed in school? I got a wife, I got two kids, I lived in a condo. Then I would just get to the front door and I'd be like, yo, you still be sad, bro. Yeah, I like, know. You know. Every time it was the same thing, it'd be like, you still would be sad. Yeah. So why be sad, like well off, let's say, you know what I mean? Like you at least are getting to do something that you The only difference to is do. you'd be sad with money. Which or is even worse. But bored. Oh, sad with money. As but then as, you also <laughs> fucked up everyone else's lives. Yeah. You're like, you're looking at your wife like, oh, fuck. I w-. You're going to be doing that. You can't not do comedy. You're going to look at her and be yeah. like, oh, I wish I was at a fucking yeah. show. So it's like, why keep running this same play all the time? Instead, know your situation and it could get better. So then what are you going to do to progress it as opposed to bring it yeah. back. No, that's, you're, that's the mentality. You're totally like, right. Yeah. You're totally right. And like, that's how I usually choose to live my life. And, but I think when, when one of the comforts gets yanked yeah. away, you get scared. Like it was like, I, t- I even said to Dustin, I was like, I feel scared. I feel abandoned. I feel weird right now. Mm. Like I know it's going to pass. It's already passing, but it's just like those brief moments are like so fucking, they're rough. Just, they're rough. Yeah. They're just like rough. Yeah. And there's nothing. All of my like smart friends just all say like, dude, that's rough. And like, that's all that can be said about it. Yeah. It's, it's not like a, it's not everyone like everyone has been there also. Like, everyone oh understands. yeah. And and no one's like, and, and it's not like, oh, he cheated on me or mistreated me or like any of this stuff. It's just like two people who love each other where it can't work out. And you're like, ugh. That's how life works sometimes. Yeah. yeah unless man. you're gonna like unless you're gonna move there. Fuck no. Okay. To Virginia Beach. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, then you just take yeah. you know what I mean? So it's like you gotta start looking at that. It's like af- after a while you're like, Well, I'm not gonna move there. He he's not gonna move here. Yeah. You know what I mean? And again, it goes down to like, I gotta better my I gotta be happy. Yeah. You know and I, mean? I and I think that like a big tension in our relationship, and I think that he would be cool with me saying this, is that like I'm a fucking super motivated, hardworking. And I'm not saying he's not hardworking. I'm not being demeaning towards him, but like my work is my passion. My, my do I have a career? My work is my whole livelihood. And I'm, that's always going to come first. That's kind of why I've been okay with long distance because I have a full on relationship with what I do. Um, you know, I'm just so fulfilled by it. So having like a partner that I can call on the phone is yeah. like, oh, I have this nice little like support system. Right. But he's like a guy who incredibly gifted creatively, but he's not pursuing it with any like super seriousness. He admits to that. He's like, I'm working on my mental health. I want to enjoy my creative uh, in- outputs, but I'm not trying to depend on those. I'm not trying to put myself in the position where I have to do that. And um, I think I always push him to be that way, and he's just not that way and won't maybe ever be that way. Or maybe he will in one point in time, but, like, those two don't match. They don't, yeah, it They don't align. match. And, like, as much as I can 
push it to want to make it match like it doesn't he wants to be at home and like go see movies with his girlfriend and fucking mm-hmm. And yeah, I, wanna... I think you're too. I think you're too dope to to constrain yourself. Is that a word to that? Like, yeah, that's yeah. A word. to that Thank type of you. life, right? And I... there's nothing wrong with being like also crying. Like, this. yeah, no, you know I mean? I, no, but, and know... also like I think it. Sh- it's such a testament to now I'm going to jerk you off a little bit. Thank you. I need I, it. Yeah, yeah. I know you need it. It's a te- true testament to your work ethic. Yeah. The fact that you would come in and record multiple shows on a day, yeah. the day, like less than 12 hours from when you were broken up with, like that is so commendable. And like it, anybody would have been crying on this oh, recording. Thanks, you know bro. what I mean? Like I appreciate it's it. it's yeah. brave to be that raw and honest. <laughs> and I commend you because I've never cried on this show. No, you never have. I'm crying like every I want season, to. baby. No, I feel, I feel <laughs> it takes a while for you to cry though. I don't I don't I I'm yeah. I'm trying to yeah. think about the last time I cried. See. I, I yeah I don't I it's like I feel you make fun of yourself as you're crying as well. Yeah, when like you I can't cry. take it seriously, yeah, yeah, like because I think I'm being stupid. <laughs> I I will cry. I from... literally can't think of the last time I didn't cry. Like that's how opposite <laughs> we are. I'm like I'm trying to think of a week where I didn't cry one time, and it's not even. I feel like you would like if you saw something sad happen. You would like if it was a sitcom. You would you everyone. Would I be tear like, up. No. no, I I tear up from movies like seeing Which... sad things happen to other people. And then I I will also cry if I'm very angry or frustrated. Mm. Then I will cry as a like I don't know how to handle this. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. But I don't I don't know, man. It takes a lot. It takes a lot to really pull these heartstrings. Yeah, it takes a little. It takes nothing. Uh, you know what? For another day, yeah. um, we have to wrap up the show. <laughs> this has been an interesting uh, one. Yeah. I'll say that. Thank I will you. say that. Thank you, Dave, for being Thank here. You. Yeah, you're- Dave, you're such a calming. I mean, I know I said this, <laughs> yeah. but namaste, baby. Yeah. Um, Dave, where can people find you and follow you? Uh, sorry, I almost coughed. On <laughs> Dave is very funny, by the way. Yes. Like, this was a very heavy episode, but He's very funny. If you know, need, I like talking heavy, though. Yeah, I can perfect. tell. You're perfect. Yeah, uh, if if you need some comedic relief, check him out on on Instagram at Dave Merhej, M E R H E J E. It's the same. Uh, was it handle? On yeah, all the platforms. Dave Merhej yes. across all platforms, across, baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Dave's all over the place. You just you you had a Netflix comedy thing. Yeah. Was there comedians around the world? the world? Comedians, comedians of the world. Comedians of the world. And you're on Rami yeah. that going into its second season. On Hulu. Yeah, on yeah that'll Hulu. come out in 2020. And you also had a, a comedy. Is it pretty is groundbreaking it? show, by yeah. the way? It's, it's, it's a wild. great show, yeah. Um and and then your album was is it I'm just guessing at your it's is it good friends, bad grammar, am I, I right? Good friend, bad grammar. I think. Yeah. <laughs> Good on Andre got, for knowing everybody's creds. I mean, I love you. Yeah. the best. Rami just got himself got nominated best comedic actor at the Globe and Globe Golden Globes. Golden Globes. Golden Globes. for Rami. Yeah, yeah. for himself. That's so amazing. Actor, yeah, That's yeah. incredible. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, if you want more hot mess, yeah, you can follow us at Hot Mess Comedy Hour on Instagram, Hot Mess Podcast on Twitter. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. I haven't plugged it in a while, but it's Hot Mess Comedy Hour. We go live. Uh, Every Friday at 4 p.m. now. Ish. Um, we're going to take a hiatus during the holidays, but then we'll be back. Yeah. Uh, yeah, check it out. It's very fun. It's an interactive version of the show. You get to um, talk in the chat with other listeners, and we will respond in real time, which is so meta and so cool. It's fucking dope, dude. Uh, support us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash hot mess. 
For $5, you get uh, access to the private Facebook group. You get our top 25 episodes that are behind a paywall. Um, and you get a shout out on the show for $10. You get the entire 200 episode back catalog and two monthly bonus shows. Fuck yeah. I mean, come on. What are, you, what are you fucking doing with your life? You know you want more access to us. $10. You know you want to take a dump on our chest. So just do it electronically. <laughs> Patreon.com slash hot mess. That's the best plug you've ever done. <laughs> Thank you so much. Oh my God. It's, it's a, a comedy, comedy podcast. podcast.